Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions... And taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. Ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 
0.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to FiberSkincare.com and use code UNFILTERED for 15% off. Some one of our experts said, your emergency is not my urgency, you know, because often they're like, now, and is there a way we can put boundaries in and give them the space to grow emotionally, but also letting them know there is an empathy we need to have in this situation. Hey, I am in the car. It is a Monday podcast. Um, I am here to talk to you this Monday about emotional outbursts and, well, really not ours, but yes, we definitely have them too. I am hiding in the car and it's the only place I can get this done right now, but also the emotional outbursts of the teenagers and the tweenagers and the children in our house that sometimes make us feel hostage to emotions. Welcome to the Monday podcast. Really, they are snippets of the common parent Um, We really want to give you guys an idea of some of the interviews that go on in The Common Parent and the strategies and the tools that you take. And then if you are a member, make sure you're looking out for your quick take-homes, your five or three strategies to apply, and the tools you need for your toolbox immediately. That's really what we're about is quick hits of information to bring you a little bit of insight into really deep and and huge topics. And I think this one, especially an emotional challenge, I tell oh my God, speak. This one in emotional intelligence could be like a three-year course, but unfortunately, as moms, busy parents, we don't have time for a three-year course. So at the moment, we are doing as much as we can by bringing in experts to give us a few pieces or a few nuggets of information to help us handle emotions better because what's happening is we haven't learned how to deal with our own emotions. So we have outbursts, we get impatient, we get frustrated, and then our kids do the same thing and we get mad at them for it and the standards for them are way higher than for ourselves. And we don't know what goes on in their day. They come home. How's your day? Fine. What'd you do? Nothing. Listen, so much happened. So much went down. And really, it's not their job to share with us everything, but it is our job to unfortunately decode what they may be going through. And that's really why we have this podcast and The Common Parent, because we want all of you to have a little bit of information um, that you are armed with, because parenting is a skill. It's a habit. It's a commitment. It is not intuition. We've all been lied to. Just so you know, y'all know we've been lied to, right? Like y'all know we've been lied to a thousand percent. So if you are joining us, um, if you you are on The Common Parent, make sure you go check out this interview. If you are not and you're listening to this, um, this is just a little piece of what you will hear. And the interview today um, is something, again, I wish we had like a a full course on. And I don't know why we don't. I don't know why the schools haven't implemented it yet because I feel like we'd be way better off. But social emotional intelligence and how we navigate that and how we understand emotional outbursts in the house and how we don't just yell and scream and get so pissed that they're talking to us like that, that we actually can have teachable moments. And our expert this Monday is, oh my God, she's an amazing person, Antisa Jensen. Um, she's actually an emotional intelligent expert. Um, she specializes in empathy, vulnerability, authenticity, and navigating the emotional landscape. 
she really is about teaching clients her her ways of like what's reactive behavior which I feel like we all default to if we're not taught the proper skills and how to be honest and kind and develop compassion and communication and that is what like builds every relationship um so you're going to take a listen. I I know we can all relate. I know that we have partners who are not necessarily the most self, um, self, self-aware or socially emotionally aware. I know the standard we have for children is so off the chart. I also know what it's like when you're cooking dinner, you've got a million things going and you have an angry teen that walks in and you ask them how their day was and it's like you literally told them that they had to move out of the house and sell everything they own. Like they can just go off the handle with no like with zero, um, instigation. So this is, this is going to be an amazing one to listen to. We are going to have real life strategies. Take a listen. Let us know your thoughts. If you're not part of the common parent, head on over to the commonparent.com. Check it out. It is everything you need and more in, in parenting. We're going to take a quick break. Take a listen. Be right back. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com. 
H-E-L-P.com slash Kat and Nat. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Like, I think every mom in here is wondering, you know, like, how do we, how do we teach this to our, you know, teenagers and tweens have a notorious um, selfish view. That's just what they're supposed to do is live within their own realm, right? Is it's all, it's the I versus the we. Is there a Mm -hmm. way that we can tap into the we and accelerate in the we when they're in the I phase? Or is that just something we have to work through and model? Well, I think the natural part of growing up is that selfish, rebellious phase that is so synonymous with being a tween and a teenager. And like, I know every mom is like, oh God, I wish there was a way that we could like control this situation. And what I see in the adults that I work with is when the parents, the helicopter parents came in and tried to hijack that experience, it comes out in really backwards ways as an adult. Sorry. And so on, you, on what? elaborate on that one part when you say they come in and hijack the, the, that like I phase. Cause I think that's a really important, like that's a yeah. huge thing you just said. Well, it shows up kind of in, in a, either trying to pry, trying to control or trying to somehow diverge and distract a teenager from having that rebellious experience or that like very inward experience and making it wrong for them to develop their inner world and develop their, their selfish way of experiencing the world. It, it, that's what I mean by hijacking it is that it, it's, it takes the, it, it makes it wrong. Basically that's like in the, in the mind of a teenager, they're then taught that their inner world is less important than the inner world or the comfort of the people who are around them. And so it's, it's a fine line really, because like, of course you don't want your children to like turn inside out and not relate to the, to the rest of the family or to their friends or to school or all of the things that are a part of being in the fabric of society. And the other part of it is like, it's healthy to have a capacity to think for yourself and if you're taught that that's bad in the in the terms of the family dynamic, then they don't make it into an adult as an adult. They don't make it very far in terms of their maturity, in terms of being able to think for themselves, think individually. You know, they need to make mistakes. Actually, I think I can't remember which one of you was talking about this, but you're you're going to interview someone about codependency, also in this group. And I was just like, yes, I'm so glad they're talking about this because 
it's really important for teenagers to have growing pains and to learn through their experience that their um, emotions are not the end of the world, for example. And if the entire house gets dragged down because they're having a prepubescent moment, because everyone else is uncomfortable with the drama of it, then that's made wrong. And what happens in the psyche is it gets buried. They, they start to repress that behavior and then not share it. And like, I had a client this morning who had a mom like that and I have to pull her, her, you know, feelings, how she feels outside of her so that I can support her and getting her where she wants to go. And she's so used to being, um, having what she shares being taken um, and, and sort of shoved in her face or being punished for what she shares. I saw that you guys, I've been following your stories for a little while now. Um, like, you know, I, I think it was Kat who, who has an emoji um, agreement with her daughter. Like she sends yeah. an ice cream, emoji, no questions asked, you'll come and get her. It's like that, you know, let your kids have their feelings, no questions asked. And the best way that you can help children become emotionally intelligent and strong is to not prod them for why they feel the way that they do, but instead to, uh, to, to hold the space to really like create a safe container for them to feel the entire rainbow of emotional feelings so that they don't make any of them wrong. Because what that does is it increases their capacity to receive. It increases their capacity to hold space for other people. It increases their, their positivity. I'm assuming that means they 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 can't spew over the entire family. Maybe that means they go somewhere to have those feelings with you or with someone. Like it's not to hold the family hostage with their feelings because I think often they don't know the space to share their feelings. It's like yeah. I'm I'm assuming we're guiding them to the space rather than shutting them down because I think every mom in here can relate when a, a moody teen or tween comes down. It can hijack the family, right? Like totally. All yeah. And there's a very, very, and I, this is one of the major things that I teach because most people associate, for example, being angry with blame and blame is the thing that knocks an entire family out and having a, a feeling that um, doesn't result result in you feeling powerless doesn't have blame associated with it. Blame is the thing that destroys everybody's day because it feels like crap. Nobody wants to be blamed. Not a single person feels good when they get blamed, whether it's from your teenager, your friend, your boss, like everyone wants to run away from that. And that is the thing that pulls an entire family dynamic down. I, I also grew up in that dynamic. I know very well what that feels like. And so teaching your children that it's okay to be upset, it's not okay to not take responsibility and to blame other people for how you feel. And you know, what is the story that you're telling yourself about these circumstances? Like those are the emotional intelligence skills adults need to have in order to do this for children, because it's okay to give feedback and say, Hey, I understand why you're mad right now. I understand why this hurts and the way that you're lashing out, that's not okay, but it's okay for you to feel how you feel. And really helping them discern the difference because a lot of kids, you know, they, they get to like 12. So I don't even say probably earlier now, you know, like it starts at like 10, nine, they are feeling really big feelings in their body. And the truth of the matter is, is adults don't have these skills. And, you know, like none of us were taught this. This is one of the reasons why I care so much about teaching adults these skills is so that they can pass them on to their children through modeling. Because when a kid gets to a place where they're 
you know, they're feeling all of these things. If they're empaths, that's one of the things that, that, you know, I kind of specialize in is they're feeling things that may not even be theirs. And if they live in a world where they need to understand what they feel, like their family has modeled that it's important that you understand why you feel the way that you do, then if they don't understand it, they're going to get frustrated. And the way that they get, the way that a child or a young adult expresses frustration is through lashing out because they don't have a reason. They're going to say, I don't know. And if a parent then is like, tell me why, you know, it's game over. You know, they'll just, they'll just put up a wall and, and make up a whole story about how you were not there for them in their most tender moment and then work it out with a therapist in their thirties. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so I feel like when people get tested for IQ, it's, uh, and I'm not, I I don't know a lot about this, but it's something that is just, it just, it's just natural. Like it is, you could, you could be failing in school, but you've got a really high IQ. It's just what it's just in you. You're born like that where it sounds like um, EQ is something that you learn from watching uh, from experiences and also your parents modeling it. Yes. What about the child that is an empath and takes on too much of other people's um, feelings? How do you handle that? Yeah. So I am also an empath. So this is my area of expertise, highly, highly, highly influenced by my environment. And the best way to work with children who are um, either, I call it, you know, can be clairsentient is, is feeling the physical sensations of other people. You can feel their, or hear their thoughts. Like that is actually a level of intuition that I think many kids in your children's generation are having more and more of. Oh, Like, you know, you have the neurodivergent kids and who are also sometimes very, very intuitive, sometimes not emotionally intelligent, but very intuitive. And then you have kids that are empaths, you know, that are like, so absorbed by their environment. And the best thing that you can do is completely neutralize every single feeling, help them get the emotional literacy, which is to say, I feel grief right now, or I feel elated. Like you get them an advanced emotional vocabulary. And I actually offer those tools um, on my website as a downloadable booklet. (laughs) Um, Because, because, because a lot of adults, even though they want to name those feelings, they actually don't know how to name them themselves, right? Nobody, you guys have no idea. I mean, I work with adults and none of them have emotional literacy. When I ask an adult how they're feeling, they tell me what they think or what happened. They don't ever answer how they feel. And so think of that as a parent. If you don't answer how you feel and don't share how you feel in a way that you can be witnessed by your children, they're not going to know how to do it. And so, because children learn through mimicking, actually adults learn through mimicking too. We, we learn through modeling. And so our parents need to bring home this emotional vocabulary. And sometimes it's valuable to just sit down with the whole family and say, let's learn a new emotional word today. And then everybody gets to learn new words. And um, the way, the way it's presented, the way I learned it is from nonviolent communication. And you learn a list of feelings from when your needs are satisfied and lists of feelings from when your needs are not satisfied. And if you have a bunch of feelings that are on the list where your needs are not satisfied, then the next step is express the feeling and then go address your needs. And a kid who is an empath, they need to feel empowered because actually being an empath is a huge gift if it is, you know, uh, cultivated it can feel like a huge weakness because you can get knocked out by someone else in the room as an empath. I mean, it's, it can be really hard, but if you say, okay, 
this feeling is just moving through your system. You don't have to make sense of it. You don't have to have a reason for it. You don't need to give me an explanation for why you feel this way. You can just name it. It tames. I call it name it to tame it. And then go take care of your needs. So what do you need right now? If you're, if you're an empath, you're also probably a bit of an introvert. And maybe you need to go be alone for an hour, you know. And if you start to, I think you can start doing this with kids when they're around five or six, you know, maybe a little bit older, where they start to understand that they can ask for what they need. And it's not always mom's job to intuit what they need all the time. And like, here, do you want the chapstick or the pen? You know, like... <laughs> tell me what you need. You know, like moms have been like at the ends of the earth trying to anticipate these things for children who can't speak mm-hmm. for years and years and years, however old their children are. But then there's a point where you need to give that responsibility to the children so that they can actually say, I need to be alone right now, or I need to go color, or I would like to spend some time hugging you. You know, like I need some skin to skin, non-physical or physical contact, you know, like I need a hug. And, and it gets really simple, but when you have a child who knows that they have basic needs, that they have a right to their basic needs, even though everyone else in the family does too, they start to create empowered, um, you know, a sense of personal power around making sure that their needs are met, even though, so it's, a, it's very much like a yes and, even though they're sensitive. And so then the whole centric thing isn't around how, oh, you're sensitive, you're a delicate flower, we better keep you away from this environment and that environment. Like, no, you can learn how to be in the world as an empath, and it's a huge gift. Uh, You know, it seems like there's, and they can be an empath and in their selfish world, like in their I world at the same time, which I think is is hard, you know, a hard... um, a hard thing to, to cope with, but how, how is moms, do we make sure we're not squashing? I know you said like, we need them to feel their feelings, but how are we fostering, you know, the, the we rather than the I, because we know it's in there. And is there anything we're saying, or is it just literally giving them their feelings so that, you know, it, they can look outside, um, look outside and see we're a family unit. We need to work together versus, I need this now. You know, where, where is that? Some, one of our experts said your emergency is not my urgency, you know, because often they're like now, and is there a way we can put boundaries in and give them the space to grow emotionally, but also letting them know there is an empathy we need to have in this situation. Yeah. I find that just the simple, um, task or not, it's not really a task, the simple, um, skill of slowing a conversation down, which is hard to do when like, you know, probably maybe less so this year because people haven't had quite as much going on because of COVID. They've been stuck at home. <laughs> but, you know, we've, we're kind of drill masters in our days. You know, like that's the, the average Western family is like going from soccer practice to violin lessons to school to, you know, it goes yeah. and goes and goes and goes all day. And so there's not really time to have a conversation and make space for, for people. And I think that that's a shame, honestly. Like, I think that it would really benefit a whole family dynamic if, if a parent, whether it was the mom or the father, was able to say, you know, thank you for sharing that with me. Like, let's say your child, how old, how old is your, your oldest child? 12. Tw- they're 12. They're 12. They're 12. Okay. So imagine your 12-year-olds came home one day and we're having a really, really rough time and you could just 
see the dark clouds that they were just gathering. The tidal wave of emotions is happening all under the radar. Mm -hmm. And they are courageous enough to share with you how they feel, because let's say that they've got these, this list of words. I mean, I genuinely recommend any teenager to be given this list of vocabulary words We'll print them off and make I sure they get that. sent in. Yeah, we'll I actually, I, I created a discount code for this audience if you want to get Amazing. half off of my digital workbooks so that it makes it totally affordable and you can print it out and your whole family can get together and do this because that is a game changer already. Oh my gosh, yeah. There's so a tool. Yeah, that's a tool. So imagine that, you know, the teenager says that and you're over here trying to handle the other siblings and the husband and dinner and whatever else. What we often forget to do is to honor the fact that that child just made a pretty courageous move, you know, Mm -hmm. or is sharing something actually quite vulnerable. And so just an iota slower and saying, thank you for sharing that with me. Is there anything that you need right now? And then let's say they say, I need a horse or a pony. You can say, I'm unfortunately not able to get that for you at the moment. Is there anything else that you need right now that you can handle for yourself while I handle all of these other things? And then maybe it's that they part for a minute and they come back and they just have an opportunity to brood. Brooding is a feeling. And if they learn that brooding is safe, they won't go to it nearly as often. And so this is like the the biggest, like, I don't know, karmic work of being a parent is like, even the emotions that we don't like, we have to, we have to let them have them. And they usually, you know, if you, if you start to be consistent in your treatment of the emotional experiences, they start to relax after some time. But I think that most kids just need to know that there's a safe place for them to share. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So basically, um, y'all know that there are so, I I feel like I could listen to that for a hundred years because like how, how is this not something implemented everywhere? I just, I, I don't get it. I don't get how it's not like a fundamental core course in, 
in school? Like, why isn't it even part of like a gym program? Why aren't we teaching it in kindergarten? I know the teachers are at their wits end and they're doing everything they possibly can, but it should be like, I feel like, like an accounting program. It's like, you need chemistry, you need science, you need a language, and you need social emotional intelligence class so that when you leave the school, you can problem solve and get a job and not freak out and be more self-aware. Really, I think that so many of us are really not that self-aware. And I feel like through social social emotional intelligence, you can become more self-aware. And I think that even acknowledging that you know, you are not perfect and your kid is not perfect, but if you can mirror what, here, here's the take home. And this is often the take home in the common parent too, with so many strategies to actually implement it and understand it. If you can be the mirror for how you want them to be in the situation that you're upset at, you are teaching them how they need to be getting them mad, getting mad at them for being something that you want them to be in that situation is so backwards. So it's like we're mad at them for not responding or reacting to a way that we think is appropriate, but what we're doing is teaching them the exact opposite. So it's like this counterproductive, constant battle that we're doing, but if you can show up with them and mirror to them, like when we yell at them for yelling at us, that's crazy. Like if you really think about it, that's actually crazy. So how do we mirror who we want them to be with, without losing our shit? Basically, that's end story. Oh, God. Just go join the common parent. You learn so much. Honest to God, my mind is blowing like daily on this, on this, in this platform, in the common parent and all the interviews and all the take homes and the PDFs and the quick strategies, the quick hits y'all get. Like you listen to an interview, we send it out to you and then you get the actual like three, two, one. What do I do? Like what? Just tell me what to do. Oh, I'm in the car. I'm hiding from everyone. I hope you guys have an amazing Monday. Um, and yeah, it's just so insightful and important conversations we all need to be having. Peace out.